Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is ESPN Radio. This is what happens when Jay Williams returns and the return of hot sauces with it. He's the real Jay Williams of Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and ESPN. What's going oh, on, how brother? How much I miss those tones. I, I, I how much I that. miss those, I appreciate those pipes. That. Yes. Pause. But you know what I mean. What, I do. I know yeah, exactly you know what, what you mean. mean. Like, you got, I yeah, appreciate well, Hey, that. yo! I know. I said it out loud. But you know what I mean. It was it was a moment that Freddie and I were having together. Yeah, no doubt about that. Pause I mean, again. And everybody had a chance to share. Yes. <laughs> Be a part of well, the, the, part the, of our the, family, the conversation. So this is what happens, Absolutely. Freddie. And families can have these kind of conversations together. But. I mean, it happens in my house all the time. My I daughter can says only things. I'm like, look, babe, we can't. You should never say that out loud. Speaking of your daughter, show it. Come on, oh, yeah, for those yeah, who on a, TV watching us on ESPN, you ESPN too. I, yeah. I love the little painting that Amelia I mean, had for ears you. Ears look very big. I mean, I've been told oh, my yeah. daughter and my wife tell me I have more like they call me like the black Spock. Like I have like my wow. ears are very horny, but I can family. hear from everywhere in the house. So I hear what they're scheming all the time. Yeah, you have but, yeah, parental hearing. Yeah, Amelia and P Dad. I mean, we're still working on spelling. Okay. Are we here? Yeah. Well, how old is Amelia? Yeah, she's about to turn five. Well, there you go. We have high uh, standards at our house, though. There's nothing wrong with I, that. No, that, it's not acceptable. Oh, really? <laughs> P dad is not. It's not acceptable. It's different than dad. I, I, I just need dad. Or J dad. Okay. Something that in references. Yeah, where where my does the P come yeah, I was from? Gonna, I was wondering I don't the know. same thing, Pat Costello. Maybe she was thinking about her younger sister, Penny. Okay. So maybe it goes P dad, like okay. I'm holding Penny a lot. My or maybe powerful, gone. maybe powerful dad. Yeah, my, and my wife's gone, so I'm with all three kids. Yeah, we're just, we're out here. Oh, how's that going? It's not well. Not well. <laughs> Is it not going well for you or them? Um, I mean, they don't know what they don't know. I mean, but they're used to a strict schedule, uh-huh. and now it's like, I'm playful dad. Wow. I'm like, uh, what, oh, what's that's the where the P comes again? from. Exactly. Playful dad. There yeah. you go, Pat yeah. Costello. That could be the. Wow. There you go. And it well all done, comes Pat together. Costello. Yeah. Playful dad. Meanwhile, it's like chaos in the Williams household <laughs> with you in charge. Like, have you talked? Have you seen Bryce Young? I'm like, I'm just worried about trying to control my <laughs> son right now. No, good luck with that. Yeah. That, that, that's not happening. Your son is a. You worry about the old line of the Panthers. I'm worried about who's on my own line protecting me. me. I got nobody. We always talk about everybody's on their own planet. Your son is the epitome of that, based on what you showed me and what you told me about your son. He's, he's built differently. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> taller than Bryce <laughs> Young. <laughs> well, really, really, Pat Costello. Wow, oh, Pat, really, wait a minute, really, Pat sorry. Costello. Too far, Pat. Good Too lord. Hard. Leave Bryce out of this. Okay? Seriously, just because you're taller than him doesn't mean that everybody's taller than him. Good lord, Pat Costello. Well. Hey, hey it's Alan Yates, don't you start either. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Alan. Exactly. Welcome back. Speaking of that, like WWJW, <laughs> where was Jay Williams? Well, now we know. I mean, it, I've, I've been on sabbatical. That's a, I like the word sabbatical. Yeah. I do like that word. You know, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been where, here. Where, Jay? I mean, I've, I've been here. Yes. I had a little quick trip to, well, I was sick for a while. Then I had a little. I, can I text you on my vacation? Yeah, 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 yeah. You and your you, son. You were on vacation. Yeah. You, you <laughs> we and your were... son were partners in crime being sick when I texted you. I swear. I don't know. I, can I say this? About me? I Go ahead. I've caught COVID more than anybody here in the oh, crew. God, really? Like, the guys are making fun of me. Like, oh, Jay, do you have COVID? I'm like, hey, look, at least I'm here talking about it, okay? Like, that's a big thing. 
So, like, you know, uh, what are you going to do? It happens. It does happen. And we're here. And then I. A little, no a one's little, perfect. We get that. To, uh, a little okay. niece. Okay. Oh, you went to niece? A little niece. I didn't do it like Keyshawn's done it, but I was there. Yeah, but you know how that's going to go. Uh, well, if Keyshawn's a niece, Keyshawn's everybody niece. knows he's a niece. Niece, Santro Pay. Santro Pay's different. Oh, oh really? Santro Pay. Oh, share different. with the class. Be- be- beaches are beautiful. Because my wife will uh, think about doing that next year, going to France. Yeah. Doing like the whole Europe thing, France yeah, and Italy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so you're going to wear a Speedo? So a lot. No. Why not embrace why your see, Europeanness? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, so a lot of guys. I'm, I don't want people to see my Europeanness. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to see. No one needs to see that in Nice, New York, Nevada, see, nowhere. Now I quote: Why aren't you confident? I'm not. Why aren't you confident? I'm, I'm, with the, here's what. Here's my piece. It's, it's, look. Here's look, my thing. Here's my thing. Go ahead. What's your thing? Before if your I get package you my, is strong, then your package I, is strong. I'm not doing that. Here's why I have PTSD. When it comes to Speedos and men wearing Speedos, the first summer of my employment working in Portland, Maine, and radio, when uh-huh. I worked at FM 103. Portland, they do it. Yeah, they, they do it they, in Portland. But when you go to Old Orchard Beach, where all the Canadians come down from yeah, Quebec, Nova yeah, Scotia, yeah. the last thing you need to see is a grown man with gray hair, stomach hanging out over Speedos, wearing black socks and shoes. The well, minute why are you I saw black socks and shoes. Don't ask me. They why were doing it. Just go all the way. Jay, like I said, I, I, you, I control things I can't control. When I saw that, I said, mm-mm. All right, so, I have PTSD so when it comes to that. We pulled up to a new beach. Yeah. And I thought oh, about how it. How do you pull up to a nude beach? Please share with the class on no, this no, no, one. No, no, no. That's not going to be described here. That is for... I can't control what beaches you pull up to, okay? Okay. I'm just a passenger on this on this vehicle. <laughs> so I'm here. Okay, you pull up, and I'm like, it, you, it's like a moment of truth. What uh, do you do? Do uh-huh. you go nude, or do you just stay strong? So what did you do? Find a uh, different beach. Find it. Thank you. Exactly. You will find a different beach? Yeah, I, yes. No, I'm definitely going towards this beach. Because now, it now it's awkward. The awkwardness is every... Look, by the way, we do morning radio. Do we not embrace awkwardness? There is no better think, awkwardness I, than pulling up to a new beach we're, we're and being not, like, we're, we're okay, not, I'm here. We're, like, we're, just let me... We're not, we're let not, me be me. We're not embracing awkwardness. It's like a whole Thanksgiving so of awkwardness are, right now. So you guys would be the, the people dressed at the new beach. I'm not going to the new beach. I pulled up listening to. That, oh, That's my question. Oh, we, like, what, he had like, no... He had no music on. Yeah. Yeah, no, you gotta have you better have something. Nah, up there. you know why? Because it, it just happened upon him. He probably just had any random music on. It was like a. I mean, it wasn't a, like planned. We, we thought about what our pull up music was right. for the, the new beach. beach. Yeah, nah, <laughs> that would be legendary. Yeah. though. Could you imagine? Also, <laughs> what? Oh, by the way, now that that leads me to a great question. Nah, that wasn't. Nah, right. nah, 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 nah. No. What should nope, have my music nope. selection been? Baby got up? back by Sir Mixon. Oh, that's. <laughs> go, I would go, go old school. No. Go old school. You like big. You cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When Jay pulls up to the beach. See, it's a lot of planning by his part. No, this was on the top of my head just now. The Ravens are right guys. Bring me back. I've been. I've not been here. I. I, I'm paying attention to a preseason game, yep. and I'm catching up. Uh-huh. And all the preseason talk just annoys me. Because? Because people are coming a, like coming away with these hard, abstract, like, things. Like, about Like, oh, this is what this player is going to be like. I'm like, it's two preseason games. I get like, it. Now I'm supposed to say, well, 
look at the. Did you see how comfortable Anthony Richardson felt in the pocket with the Colts? I'm like, all right, let me see Anthony Richardson in the first real game right. when Jonathan Taylor is not his back. Exactly. Like, let me let me see that. Mm-hmm. I want to know when the real pressure is on. I feel like AI. We talking about practice? We're talking about preseason. Like, am I supposed to believe Sam Howell is going to be the answer for the Commanders? Because he played well last night, right. or the Ravens lost their first preseason game, mm-hmm. and the In winning forever. streak is over, and that's being reported like the internet is supposed to stop. Right? Please, Freddie. Yeah. Please. Well, put, put stop wasting way. my time. Put it this way: I'm part of that congregation. By the way, Jay wins Freddie coming together on ESPN Radio and ESPNU and ESPN Two because for the longest time, it shows two things: number one, the power of the NFL. Because every game matters in 17 games. So any kind of morsel that you want to believe or not believe in, you believe a preseason game is going to lead you in that direction. Whether you're Las Vegas making betting lines, whether you're analysts out there trying to make any kind of prognostication, any kind of tidbit you see one way or the other, you lose your minds about it because that's the National Football League. That's number one. Number two, you're exactly right when it comes to we see that, but we don't know what the coaches see. We don't know how the coaches are planning and preparation because it is not going to be the same in the regular season because you know what's going to happen. Sam Howell, if he spits the bit the first three or four games, we know that narrative is going to sound like with the Washington Commanders quarterback. Yeah, and, and I get it. Like, you know, Eric Bieniemy is trying to open up the field. There's a lot for him to prove with the Commanders. There's a lot on the line for Sam Howell, too. Like, I watched him at North Carolina. Kid is extremely talented. I understand that. But, like, <laughs> We, we think the Ravens showed their hands defensively last oh. night. Like, that that's what we think. You think like, in the, in the, in the, like, I've played in preseason games in sports before. Like, mm-hmm. we never showcase the playbook. We're running things that, like, we're working on that we would never do in a regular season. Exactly. And a lot of random people are getting logging a lot of minutes to try to earn a spot on the team. So, if you're looking at preseason through that lens, I'm all for it. I think there's a lot of substance there. Right. I just, when I see these... Bigger like topics that media entities try to run away with. I'm like, Absolutely. please, just stop wasting. Yeah, and, and believe me, I know why they're doing it. It's all about building up that sense of urgency. Of course, getting everybody ready for an NFL season that's 16 days away. Getting everybody ready for a college football season that is four days away. We all understand exactly what that stage looks like. But you're not dumb, and I'm not dumb. We've seen this before. It's like okay. I'll never forget the Jets one year. They went 5-0 and in the preseason. You, every Jet fan probably thought that that team was going to go to the Super Bowl. You know what? They wound up 4-12. and They had more wins in the preseason than they had in the regular season. <gasps> now, now, let people lose their minds on Saturday. Let Aaron Rodgers go out there and either go 15 for 15 or 1 for 15 and see what that kind of reaction is going to be. It's like, oh, my goodness. Robert Sala cursed out the old line of the Jets. Ooh. I'm like, I'm like, that was weak sauce cursing. I want to see the real stuff, Freddie. Give me. I've been in locker rooms. I'm like, what did he just make up a word? What did he just say? Like, I, <laughs> we still got the PG version. And if anybody yes. who's been in a locker room mm-hmm. with like real coaches, you know how intense because those preseason moments. Like, and I, I've been with some of the best coaches in football and basketball, right. where it's literally, Freddie, they are pushing you to a limit to see, can I break you? Mm-hmm. Are you breakable? Right. If I'm breaking you during preseason, oh, you can't be on this team. You can't be here. They will literally, like, they will put tests in front of you to see how much they can push you uh-huh. and how far you actually play, how hard you want to play in order to earn that spot. I guarantee you anything that he said along those lines was never going to be allowed on hard knocks because I know if I'm a head coach – 
if I'm going to get in somebody's behind and let them know I'm not playing oh, around it's with personal. them. It's going to be personal. I can't have that on TV. Absolutely. You can't have that on TV because especially more than ever before in these modern sensitive times, somebody's going to take issue with that because that does go on. It goes on not just with men's coaches. It goes on with women's coaches too in basketball, softball, field oh, yeah. hockey. If they want to get the best out of you, they're going to get next to you. How you handle it, it depends exactly what kind of person you are. If that's something that you want to be, you want to be coached that way, that's one thing. If you don't want to be coached that way, you're going to feel some kind of way. But those conversations will never be for public consumption because somebody's going to feel some kind of way, and now that's going to be a referendum on coaches. Yeah. It is. I mean, look, I need to be coached as well because I really need to know what music I should have rolled up to the beach with, and Yates needs to put me on. Like, obviously, he's a well, music coordinator. Yeah. He well, wasn't doing his job. I he, tried to, he did I, I tried to face, FaceTime him multiple times All right. for references. I got nothing. Freddie the man's lying. I know he's he lying about the me. second part. He, I know he's completely he lying. Oh, no, I called his, him. I called him. Alan, you're right. His I nose, called the seagulls yeah. I've never seen before. Exactly. Alan, the more he kept talking, First the more off. his nose kept going. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, his nose was extending from his face. What's going on? You would have you a Pinocchio ass. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I just want to be a real boy. I'm like Jay. That I never seen that bird before, brother. You cool? Yeah, he had like a, that, that was like a massive sea. That seagull's an albatross. Ready to win with clean, man. Come on. What was that? We got to go to break, man. Oh, now, oh, how, now, how, now, how have I been gone for a couple weeks and I know the break schedule? What are you talking about? Pat. Stop it. Get this man. See, see that's why we can't have nice things anymore. Speaking <laughs> of not having nice things, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor. Another case of the NFL doing a player dirty. dirty. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, and ESPN2. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Oh, there's Jay Wheezy. Ha! Okay, there you go. You, you feel better now? Yeah, man. Come A on, little, little Wayne. You feel that incredible performance by me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. By by the way, Lil Wayne's on John Baptiste's new record, mm-hmm. World Music Radio. Unbelievable joint. Yo, I, I, Unbelievable I, I support, joint. I support Wheezy, man. Like I look forward yeah. to seeing him on Sports Debate. You know what I mean? Like, he's he going to be pretty good. Yeah, he does. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, he he does. I had he hit t- me about little things here and there. I'm like, yeah. okay, I see you. I, I see you give me value add. Yeah, I'll never forget when he stopped by the studio many many years ago. I had a chance to interview him on ESPN Radio, and I wasn't astounded 
I was beyond astounded what he knows about sports and can speak about it, can talk about it, get behind the scenes about it. He said he watches it. sports shows like, all day. That's what he does, man. Constantly. He said between spitting lyrics and writing lyrics, that's what he does when it comes to Lil Weezy. That's what he does. See? Yeah. That's that life, man. It's let me think about lyrics all day and then watch sports. Hey, when you got a talent, yeah, you maximize like that, that talent. Exactly. You, can, you can get down you can like that, that like he does. Jay Williams and Freddie coming together here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU and ESPN2. Another case of the NFL doing a player dirty when it comes to Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts have told them you can seek a trade. This according to ESPN senior NFL inside Adam Schefter last night on NFL Monday Night Countdown. A standoff that has been going on all summer is now continuing with the Colts giving permission to Jonathan Taylor to seek a trade. Now, they're not just going to give him away. They're going to look for a high price in return if they wind up dealing Jonathan Taylor. And keep in mind that any acquiring team would have to satisfy not only the Indianapolis Colts, but also Jonathan Taylor, who's in search of a new contract. But essentially, you're going to see teams trim their rosters, and make a ton of moves next week by Tuesday's 4 p.m. Eastern deadline. And one of the big moves, maybe the biggest, could involve a blockbuster trade that would send Jonathan Taylor somewhere. So let me get this straight. The running back position has been devalued has by the National <laughs> Football League last time we checked. It's been devalued until it's not devalued exactly. anymore, until it's valued. I, I love that yes. one. It, it has no value until it has value. value. That's going to help your football team. You're exactly <laughs> right as far as that goes. Number two, the Indianapolis Colts decided to wait until August 21st when training camps are almost closed to say, hey, Jonathan Taylor, as terrific as you've been, if you can find somebody that wants to trade for a position that nobody wants to pay money for, go right ahead. It's another case, Jay Will of the NFL, especially running back, getting done dirty by the National Football League? I mean, is Nick Chubb being done dirty? I didn't say Nick Chubb. I said a guy like Jonathan. I'm talking about the Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I'm sorry, Jonathan Taylor. Sorry, Jonathan Barkley. Yeah. Keep going down the line. Um, So, look, he's looking to get an average annual salary of of at least $12 million a year. Mm Mm-hmm. So the thought of a first-round pick um, is interesting you wait this late to now say, hey, we need a first-round pick in return. Mm-hmm. So what accumulates to that of a first-round pick? True. You know, over time. So it's like it, it's about ultimately what the package looks like. But at the end of the day, I mean, Jonathan Taylor recognizes that his value is not going to be delivered there with the Colts. Right. And uh, this is the way it is. This is the player saying – I don't want to be here. I've had to draw a line in the sand. Get me out of here. And as much as Jim Irsay has said he's not going to do it, look look what's occurred. Yeah, one of the things about with this whole deal, and you and I talked about this before, and believe me, they always tell you how important the running position is or running the football is in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to pay you when it comes to that. So if you're Jonathan Taylor, if you're Saquon Barkley, if you're Nick Chubb, if you're anybody else out there, and you ball out, and have those kind of performances, you have to say to yourself, I'm wasting my value because I know my pay is not going to be commiserate with my value. Nick Chubb, if, if Nick Chubb plays well, guess who's going to be better and be served better? Deshaun Watson at the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Agreed. If Saquon Barkley does what he did last year, even though they said, you can meet these numbers, but you're not going to get paid more. You know who that helps out? It helps out Daniel Jones, your quarterback. It helps out your defense with the New York Giants. Yet, when it comes time to go to the window – and get paid, the window shuts down on running backs. But yet time and time again, they keep hearing, you are important to our quarterback. 
we're just not going to pay you because we don't believe this is a long-term sustainable thing in the National Football League anymore. So I go out to Chicago. I mean, and we're going to have David Kaplan on for one of our shows, uh, one of our companies out there. We work with ESPN Chicago. And I'm sitting there saying, Ryan Poles, okay, if I have Justin Fields in this position, mm-hmm. I'm going out and I'm getting Jonathan Taylor. Sure. Like, but not, it, but not it, for a first-round pick, though. That's not the for problem. A first, but, like, once again, if you have assets so that can accumulate to that of – couple thirds things that you can work absolutely right that can lead to that because at the end of the day it's like who's going to make the best offer but for a young quarterback like Justin Fields to have a guy like Jonathan Taylor as a back behind him think about what that can do to that offense so like Mm -hmm. once again for a young quarterback like these are additive pieces is like you don't think that's going to hurt Anthony Richardson and in in the progress that he can make they're they're good with it because Anthony Richardson just got there and what he can do with his legs, legs right now gives him time. Gives him time. I agree. Exactly. Like Justin Fields, his first year in Chicago, gives him time. I'm with you on that. Until one. that quarterback gets hurt. Because until that quarterback is struggling with that O line. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, we have time until we don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And here's the deal with that. I'll never get what Ray Lewis said about when Michael Vick first got to the NFL, and Michael Vick was running rampant up and down the league and everything. And Ray Lewis said that looks really good, but we will hit that out the league. The next year in preseason, boom, he ran down Michael Vick and broke his leg. The last thing you want is your quarterback being your best running back. That position is too important to have Anthony Richardson or Josh Allen and people out there running around making plays that a running back used to be able to help you do with your running game and with your overall offense. Why would you want to put Anthony Richardson in that kind of position in his first year as a rookie starting quarterback when you got a guy that wasn't too long ago had close to 1,800 yards rushing in a season? When it comes to Jonathan Taylor, and is reasonably healthy. See, like, that's where I just get a little bit confused. I don't know, like you know, I, I get the devaluing of the position, but that doesn't, to me, that doesn't serve to the anomalies in the position. Absolutely, I'm right? with you. So, like, if Jonathan Taylor is going for at least twelve million dollars annually, there's only four running backs that are at that mark, and and when you talk about that's Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. Derek Henry and Nick Chubb. These are all anomalies. These are differentiators. I didn't even make mention of Saquon Barkley. Right. Right. So once again, the catching the ball out of the backfield, being that dual back, like that's where I get a little bit confused where I know you're dropping the value for the time being, but isn't that additive to your offense? But they're going through a rebuild, it feels like. So if you're going through that, okay. Yeah, I understand a rebuild. Well, we're not talking about Jonathan Taylor being 30 years of age. He's a I mean, relatively young guy. 24 years right. old. He's a relatively young guy. On his rookie deal. Thank you. On his, exactly. On his rookie deal. And you can't tell him you can't give him enough of a raise to help out a quarterback that you believe in, an Anthony Richardson, that you're starting from day one as a rookie quarterback? And you don't have that guy in your backfield to help him out? That's like plats and stripes. That don't match. That don't match up with it me. It personal between him and Jim Irsay, didn't it? Jim Mersey makes a like lot of personal. things personal. Like, and by the way, I, I, we're getting to an age, though, that when things, I mean, it's already it's already been that way, but now with the money that other athletes feel like they can get in the market, sure. Like, why do I want to play? We just saw. I didn't even get a chance to make a comment on James Harden and Daryl Morey, right? Like, but like, why would I want to play for somebody I don't want to play for when I don't have to? Why? I don't have an answer to that. There question. you go. That's, that's a good question. I don't have to anymore. Uh, and, and get me out of here. And if you're Jonathan Taylor, he's going to get that because they don't value him. The question is. What team is going to at least get him closer to the deal that he believes that he can get for and one then, year? And yeah, and then give them compensation to make Indianapolis feel happy. Mm-hmm. 
It's the NFL. It's kind of hard to fight that league, especially if you're a running back in these times mm-hmm. in the National Football League. He is Jay Williams. Hit him on the X at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Together here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN 2. We stay in the National Football League, and we do a little real or not real, not with running backs, but these coaches who are on a serious, serious hot seat, or maybe not. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. And we're doing that right now. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. But Jay wins Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. As well as ESPN2 and ESPN, you presented by Progressive Insurance. And believe me, before we get to real or not real. Yes, please. And because... coaches on the hot seat. Mm. Jay Williams is going to put somebody whose Charmaine name is Pat Costello, our producer, on the hot seat based on what? Well, he said something during the break that really caught my attention. I had so many follow-up questions, but I chose not to ask because I wanted to save the content live for our show. So, okay. Pat Costello, you made mention of being in an Uber yesterday. Please explain to our audience what the hell happened. It was this, yeah, this past weekend I was in an Uber and the lady took me to her house before she took me to where I was going. Excuse All right, me. so the first question. What? <laughs> what? This is so alarming. Um, <laughs> he said it so casually. Though, I, yeah, <laughs> she took yeah. me to her house. Like, I. Did you know you weren't going in a direction that you were supposed to? Did you recognize well, that first off? It was a smooth move by her because we got about a minute in, and she was like, oh, by the way, I'm stopping at my place first because I have to check on my kid, and then I'll take you home. I was like, "Wow, uh, okay. Oh, so you were engaged. She, she engaged you in the conversation. That's how she tricked you. Yeah, I was already in the car. We were already on the way. Okay. Hmm. And then was she, the conversation delightful? I mean, was it? Were you potentially interested in delightful? this Uber? No. Well, I, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes relationships pop off in Uber. I, I'm not going to question that's it. That's an interesting no. word. I'm what? doing the interview right now, Freddie. Excuse me. Absolutely. Someone's not. in their feelings today, Pat. Anyway, this I have to say. It's was there any potential relationship no. opportunity? That, okay, nothing. Zero, okay. All right. But the no, conversation, no. gift the gab, was good. Sometimes that's enough, Pat. I don't know. You're in the market. It was three in the morning. I just I feel like it's important <laughs> to know that. Well, sorry, you did not give me that. <laughs> I, I really, I was like, this is it. This is where it ends. I had a good run. Pat, it was Wait, a great setup. I didn't think I was coming back. Pat, I'm like calling people. I'm Pat, like, this is it was I a great setup. You said it was three o'clock in the morning. I was not in the mood for conversation. I just wanted to go home. First off, why do you bury the headline? How come you didn't leave with I caught an Uber at three in the morning? Because Pat knows how to deliver me. a story. Three in the morning, and she decided to take you to her house to check on her daughter first mm-hmm. before she brought you, I, I'm assuming, to work, to here. No, no, no. I was going home. He's going home. It was this weekend. Oh. Yeah. 
And what the, I don't know what's I better. Your, your, your I face reaction was great. Now, also, now, it's like Jay had an epiphany. Have, oh. you, have you ever watched someone think through 14 exactly. questions at once? That's I exactly just what happened. Yeah. Well, because now I'm like, is he even in the right state of mind to no, even process the yeah. fact that he was going to be kidnapped? I was wondering if you were in the right state of mind seeing all that go and filter through your head. had a lot of things you I sure wanted to ask. Did. We saw it all. So <laughs> when did you recognize that? How did she break it to you? She said, by the way, I'm just going to make a quick stop. Oh, when she went left instead of right. I was like, oh, where are we headed? <laughs> she was like, oh, I just have to stop at home. It's right down the road. How like, far away, uh, how yeah. far out of the way was this? And like, That's what I, I wanted to know. Did the like, baby come outside? No, no she went it's, in. It's not how so, long did she go in for? Is the car running? No, she, she just left you in the, the car, car running by itself? She turned the car off. Yeah. Did you the ride still tick? Did you lock the doors? No, I got out of the car. I was like, you I'm got gonna... out of the car. See? Yeah, why, I was ready to run. Why do you guys do stuff? Like, why did you get out of the? Stay in the car. No, I was ready uh, to run. The door. Dad, I'm with you, man. Mm-hmm. You're getting out of the car. Where are you going? You don't know where you're at. Oh no, I, I had a vague matter. idea. It was it was not that far away from me. It right. was just the opposite Operative direction. Word, you just said vague. No, no, vague. I, I could have gotten home if I needed to. I'm with you, Pat. It was. It would have been a far run, though. Yeah, I'm not staying in that car. I was ready. I was ready to boogie. I'm not. I'm with you, Pat. I would not have stayed in that car. You get out the car to check on your child. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I'm nope. staying in I'm the car and I'm locking the doors. I'm not letting you back in the car. 3 a.m. on an obscure block nope. in Connecticut. That's Absolutely okay. Not. Nah, I'll take my it. chances on foot. I'm with you, Pat. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have nope. full visuals, but see, but, see 360, like what's right. going yeah. on. I got this. To be I'm real not, with you guys, I have I'm a thing. I'm not getting murdered in a car. Thank I have a thing. <laughs> oh, period. It's a thing. Like within murder movies and stuff, like the black guys that always run, we get caught. We end up, tri- something happens. That's, That's why, why I don't like movie. running. That's, I'm going to stay right where That's I need to be. Movie. That's what I'm saying. in the car, seatbelt on, like the, window crack. It's like, it's like, hey, we're in a cabin. Let's make a run for it. Why? Y'all can try to convince stay me and the Pat ca- to the couch. Lock yourself home. in the closet. Pat, I'm with you. Get make out. a run for it. You don't know where you're running. If That's it was okay. my own car, that'd be fine. I'm, I'm in this random Uber exactly. car yep. outside this Pat, apartment. I don't know. I'm Mark, sign. what do you think? Mark, get in here. Cold you haven't sign. said a word all day. That's okay. Speak up, Mark. No, no. I was saying the next thing you know, he's going to say that she invited him in, you know, help her, help her take care of the kid. <laughs> Did she at least leave music on? No, the car That's was why off. I asked the relationship question off the top. Pat, I mean, Pat I'm is attracted you. to different stuff. I don't know. That's a relationship that you need to get out of, and you did. It was a hard no. It was 100% hard what no. What quarterbacks need to get out of the relationship, and maybe they should? Uh, coaches. You know, coaches. Coaches. Yes, coaches. Coaches. Right. Yeah. Well, see, I was close to a transition until you had to ruin it for everybody. With the truth? We could just go with the quarterbacks. <laughs> with, with the truth? We could have gone with the quarterbacks, Pat. But we didn't. We no. talked about the coach on being a hot seat. Five minutes ago. Yeah, but that could have been the tease for the next segment. No, we got David Kaplan for ESPN 1000 in the next segment. That's what I said the prior segment before that, Freddie. You're like a dry man at Quicksand. Just just take the L and move on. (laughs) Pat Costello right here with us. Freddie Cohen, Jay Williams on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app and ESPN2. What are the coaches that are no longer trapped in Uber cars on the way home at 3 in the morning that are in the hot seat? All right, we're going to do real or not real here. Coaches on the hot seat. Jay, we'll start with you, Mike McCarthy. Real or not real, he's on the hot seat this year. Come on. I mean, how long is Dan Quinn going to stand there on the sidelines? I mean, how many times does Dan Quinn need to go back to Jerry Jones to then renegotiate an even better <laughs> deal to still be the head coach in waiting? Like Mike McCarthy, yeah. you got the keys to the offense. Okay, here's your chance. Dak Prescott, you're the guy. We get it. Get it done. Or yeah. Dan Quinn, say hello. Yeah. What he said, let's move on. Sorry, we're still talking about the Uber thing. Brand, I know you Brandon are. Brandon so Staley. is everybody else out there listening. <laughs> Brandon Staley, Do you think Mike McCarthy would have stayed in the car? 
Or do you think he would have gotten out? Uh, Mike McCarthy can't run What's anywhere. his foot speed? That's my thing. Foot speed and ma- he still factors into out. this, guys. And he still would have gotten out. Yeah. Wh- who's next? Bra- speed. Brandon Staley, Jay. Real or not real, he's on the hot seat. I'm going to say not real. Like, I-, I know people want it to be real. Yeah. And I get the way they botched the playoff game last year. Mm-hmm. I understand that. They still made it to the playoffs with Justin Herbert right. having barbecued ribs, <laughs> with all the injuries that were sustained to this offense, and even on the defensive end of the ball, right? Like, they still made it. So, for me, like, getting back to the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think if they're able to do that, okay. he's not going to be gone. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a hot seat, but not hot, hot. Because you going to give it to Kellen Moore? Yeah, well, that's really? why Kellen Moore is there. Because After one at- year? As a fail safe, why, why would you bring a guy that many people interviewed to be a head coach to be offensive coordinator he as a just in case? Okay, if they don't make the playoffs, I can see that. But like realistically, That's what do I'm we saying. think they're not going to make the playoffs? Well, in the NFL, you can be in the penthouse one year and you can be in the outhouse the next year. We've seen that time and time again. You can go from a 10-11 win team to a 5-6 or six win team. Injuries, everybody not believing a coach or believing in each other. Those Agreed, things happen. We, we know Brandon Staley has made offensive miscues a ton, right? We, we get that with the analytics. But now that's why you bring bring Kellen Moore in to buy you time by saying, okay, mm-hmm. I know I'm not the offensive genius. I'm more of a defensive guy. Be my offensive genius. What, you're not going to give him a year of runway with that? Put it this way. If that runway lands not in the playoffs, Kellen Moore would be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers in 2024. Ah, Remember I said that. I What's next? All right, last I'm one. Uh, Robert Sala, real or not real, Jay? He's Ooh. on the hot seat. Mm. I, I would say yes, Robert Sala okay. is. Just right. because I think this organization, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers would take that dose of medicine. Right. But if certain things start to happen in the regular season and they can't get on the same page mm-hmm. and that relationship doesn't feel like it's fruitful for the remaining time that Aaron Rodgers has. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's possible. Okay. I'm going to say no, not in the hot seat based on this. Robert Sala and Joe Douglas basically told everybody we were a quarterback away. And now they have that quarterback. They should be infinitely better with Aaron Rodgers being their quarterback. And if he's able to fix that offensive line and fix those kind of problems, I think the Jets will be able to do that as the season goes along. We'll see, of course. But I'm not going to put him in the hot seat in year one of Aaron Rodgers. Now, they don't make the playoffs or fall short of the playoffs, then next year's a different conversation. But in 2023, with Robert Sala and the Jets being in the hot seat as a head coach, I'm going to say you no. You can be in the hot seat doesn't mean that you're going to get fired. Right? That's we're, true. We're, that's, we're that's talking fair. about two different right. things, right? So, yeah. like, being that's in the hot seat That's a different conversation. Like, you're right. Like, ooh, like, I, I'm starting to get a little bit squirmy here. It's uncomfortable. Starting to sweat in places is not good. Like, that's that's what that means for Robert Sala. Yeah, like being in an Uber ride at 3 o'clock in the morning, somebody's checking on their kid. Now, that's the ultimate hot seat that Pat Costello was able to get out of there and make that work for him. Jay Williams, Freddie, well, he never finished together. the story. Oh, he finished it. He said he got out the car. And he he's here. <laughs> did you did you walk away? Did you leave? Did you wait? Did she come back out? Yeah, she came back out and then took me home. Okay. It all worked out. Yeah, because you're here. Yeah. No I mean, worse for the wear. She took you home. We'll we'll dive into that deeper after the break. No, we won't. We're going to dive into something else deeper after the break involving Justin <laughs> Fields and not being on the hot seat in Chicago. But realistic expectations, what are those? What should be that for Justin take Fields home, as the best quarterback? Oh, look, uh, all done by you going old little school there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Little John Denver slash, you know, two to the Matles. I see you. I hear you. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. These are things you have to ask, Freddie. Maybe you do and maybe you don't. No, no, you don't. In, in a horror movie, like when they say, we should split up. I'm like, no, we shouldn't split up. We should stay right here together. Stay I'm, your ass right here. Yeah, hey, I'm, let's make a run for it. I have one leg. I can't run. Who's carrying me? I'm running. Yates and, ain't carrying me. Yeah. Yates is out. I'm running and limping away from this conversation with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X of Channel 80. Also, don't forget about us on ESPN2 and ESPNU. We run towards Justin Fields and expectations for year three with him with the Chicago Bears. Many people believe this three-win team last year could be a lot better this year. Let's bring in an FOP friend of the program. He is David Kaplan from Cap. ESPN 1000 in Chicago. A great follow on Twitter. At the Cap Man, How, is he a great follow on Twitter? He is a great follow. Uh, stop, stop disrespecting. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just. Stop I asked a follow up question. Stop disrespecting guests joining I, I us with their time. I read his tweets every day. You said great. I don't know. That's a oh, for crying out loud, Cap. David. Are your tweets great all the time? Are they? They are Legend, legendary. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> Put a certain guy in their place. Good lord, Cap's the best. That's my. Take I've that, known Cap since I've been 21 have. years old. I know you guys Going have a great relationship. 20 plus years, really? I've known Cap. That poor guy. That's no doubt. <laughs> David Kaplan, Cap- your road to heaven is smooth now. No oh, Cap, that long now. Cap, and I, Cap got me. Cap interviewed me. My first interview with you, Cap. I don't know if you remember this. I got a chance to throw the that first Wrigley Field. Wrigley that Field cocktailing. Yes. Really? Yeah. I was, okay. I was. Wait, wait. I was cocktailing. Right. I uh-huh. was hanging, and I'm walking. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm in Chicago, summertime, and then Cap is doing his show. Yeah. Literally in the midst of this crowd, he's like, Jay Williams, get up here. I'm like. I am drunk. Oh, no. This is <laughs> Cap, please put the gloves on. Please help me help myself. And I did. You did, Cap. And that was oh the beginning my, of our friendship, brother. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of friendships. Said, I've always been a huge Jay will fan. Yes, you, we all are, especially when Jay will regales us the tales of him almost being drunk on the air with you <laughs> back in Chicago back in the day. A lot of people loving the Bears and – I'm not going to say they're drunk with the Bears being better, but what are your expectations, Cap, for the Bears with uh, so, year three of Justin so Fields? I'm way more dialed down than everybody else. Look, mm. yeah, I, I got friends of mine. Well, we almost won, you know, four or five other games. Look, you were three and fourteen. Mm-hmm. You had a bad team. You're picking number one for a reason. They're better, but they're not a playoff team to me. They're not a ten-win team to me. I have them at seven and ten, and I think that's 
a lot of progress. I really do. At 7-10, and 10, you've added four wins to your total. Could they get to eight with really good health? Sure. Could they also be at six if Justin gets banged up? Yes. So there are holes on this roster. I know they signed Yannick Ngakwe, but I still question their pass rush. That's one. Two, as we have this conversation now, you just had to switch centers because your center hurt his hand. Right. So he's playing left guard because your left guard's out for six weeks. Your right guard's getting ramped back up. He's your $30 million signing, and he hasn't been practicing until last week, so he hasn't played at all. you got a rookie right tackle and a second-year left tackle. Like, I've got a lot of questions. Cap, I mean, look, I, I agree with you what you said earlier. I mean, if they get the eight wins, I think that is an extraordinary season considering what came off what they came Agreed. off last year. There is a, a quarterback a couple hours away uh, not quarterback, a running back in Indianapolis that is going through some challenges, obviously, with Jim Irsay. Yeah, no, no thanks. No, no. So you're Chicago. I mean, first off, do you think he's going to go for a first-round draft pick, or do you think Ryan Poles can actually get him for less? Uh, I don't think Ryan – I'll be surprised if Ryan Poles pulls the trigger on a move like that. I will. Uh, I know people have devalued the running back unless you have a really good one, and he is a really good one. But they have salary cap space to improve their team. And I don't think running back is the way to do that. They've drafted a kid out of Texas, Roshan Johnson, who he's really, really good. And you'd know his name if he wasn't backing up Bijan Robinson. Right. And that's why he was there in the fourth round. This kid has opened eyes. He's really, really looking like a keeper. And then they've got Deontay Foreman and Khalil Herbert. So, no. I will be shocked if the Bears go out and pay a high price for Jonathan Taylor. David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, joining us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Jay Williams alongside Freddie Coleman. Haven't done my intro in a while, Freddie. I'm warming up here, all right? Allow me to get used to it, all right? It's like warm-up lines. I'm coming back. I didn't say anything. Uh, Cap, (laughs) so you said it's, it's not the best way to do it. What are the holes that you think Chicago needs in order to get back to the top? Good question. They've got to still add to their offensive line. 100% got to be better on the offensive line than they currently are. That's number one. And then their front four, they've got to be better. They're young, so it's going to take time for those guys like Pickens and Jervon Dexter to develop. And they've got to have, whether it's Travis Gibson, someone on the other end of Ngakwe has got to be able to get to the quarterback. So, I think their best room on their team is their defensive backfield with Eddie Jackson and uh, Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon and Jalen Johnson and Tyreek Stevenson. Like, I think that's a really, really good developing room that will become probably the best room on their team by the end of the season. And then their wide receiver room is pretty good. But what is Chase Claypool? He's not practicing. Is he going to get back on the field? Is he going to earn an extension, or is he done after this season in Chicago because he'll be a free agent? So I love D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore is legit. Legit. Uh, Tommy Waddle, who I have the utmost respect for, who played here, he works with me. Tommy walked in, watched that kid play for five minutes, man-to-man, and said, best receiver I've ever seen in a Bears uniform. Legit. So we'll see. Cap, before you get out of here, I got a chance to listen to Lonzo Ball on Trey Young's The Point Podcast. So did I. 
And, uh, I, you know, I, I feel very close to something like this because this hearing this quote from him that I'm about to say made me empathize because I, I, I felt a lot of this for a very long time before I was able to get over it. But here's a quote, and I want to get your reaction. It's going to be it's going to be a big what if for me, he said on Trey Young's The Point podcast. I feel bad just for the GMs because I feel like they've made the perfect team around me, and I feel like that was the most I've ever been involved in an organization, talking about his time with the Bulls. How, how do you think him being injured again going through this? What are your thoughts on Lonzo Ball? Yeah, real quick. Well, when he, Lonzo Ball was healthy, that team was cooking. They were the number one seed in the East. I still don't think or didn't think they had enough perimeter shooting. That was a hell of a good basketball team. Very sad to see the situation he's in, and we'll just hope that at one point or another down the road, he can get back. Oh, it's a pleasure, Cap. Sorry that you've known Jay Williams this long. We'll talk to you soon, okay? <laughs> David Kaplan from ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He's, best, man. He's terrific. By the way, great following on Twitter at the Catman, despite what Jay Williams. I didn't even say, say anything. Him. I just asked the question. Yeah, whatever. That's so, my guy. Sure, sure, sure. Jay Williams ready coming together on ESPN Radio. Who will be better in the long run? Justin Fields in Chicago or Jordan Love with the Packers? Why do Bulls guards always get hurt? I don't know. This is ESPN Radio. More next.